0: Welcome, everyone, to today's episode of Did She Really Say That? It's the podcast where we're literally tearing apart the way women build their business, how we've traditionally been taught to build our business, and we're actually saying probably a lot of the opposite of what you've been taught in how to build your business well, my name is Karen Angeli. I'm one of the co-founders here at Truth Bomb Marketing. Um, I like to bring the fun. I like to bring the woo-woo. I was just on a really fun meditation retreat. And does that, does that go together? Fun meditation retreat? Like literally, like it just, yeah, my mind has been blown. My life has completely changed, but I like to bring the fun. I like to bring the woo-woo. And I like to help women build a business in, in a fun way where you don't feel stuck, where you don't feel frustrated, where you don't feel overwhelmed, where you just are actually enjoying the whole process.
1: Mm-hmm. Agree.
2: Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. Me? Yeah. Okay. My name is Heidi Muma, and I spent about 17 plus years homeschooling my kids. And one of the things that I love to help women do is like, you know, as you're building your business, how do you. How do you build that successful business without it overwhelming your life? And it's so, so how do you incorporate that into being part of your, your life and building your business as you're building your life and truly enjoying the whole process?
1: Yeah, so my name is Chef Katrina. Um, they call me Chef because I spent 12 years at Disney in the kitchen. Uh, I transitioned into the online digital marketing space about a little over 15 years ago. And I have been teaching and training everything from funnels, emails, digital marketing processes, coaching programs, all that stuff. But what I bring to Truth Bomb and this academy and this incredible group of women is the simplification. I think mm-hmm. there's a lot of overcomplication with all this new technology. So how do you simplify it so that you can focus in on your genius without letting technology overwhelm you. So, I'm excited for today's uh training or conversation around did she really say that? Cuz we always have fun here on today's podcast. All yeah, right.
0: and we're talking about audience building. And we were talking about this just before we got on here where um a lot of a lot of training out there will talk about how the riches in the is in the niches. And we talked about this last week, I feel like, too, where we were kind of like, well, but wait a minute, it's not necessarily getting so niche down because a lot of people tell you like, just keep niching, just keep niching. That's how you get specialized. And that's how people figure out who you are because you're so specialized and this is what you do different and blah, blah, blah. And we were kind of like, that's bullshit. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, that's what we said. Yep, yeah, yeah. (laughs) And we really did say that, yeah. Yeah, because at the end of the day, um, and I think we all agree on this at the end of the day, it's more about that connection that, um, people actually feel like they're a part of a community and that when you're building an audience online, that can be a small community. That can be a community of a hundred people. That could be a community of a million people. It doesn't matter. What matters is that people feel connected and they feel like they're coming
1: home. And they feel like this is where I belong. Yeah. It's like becoming the trusted advisor, right? I think that's one of the big things. Like I know when we talk about it inside of Unlocking My Millions, we talk about audience really as story building. Yeah, We talk Mm -hmm. about how you actually are building your story and you're putting your customer as the hero. And I think so many times when we get into the world of digital marketing, especially, right, we talk about personal branding. And personal branding sounds like all about me, <laughs> <laughs> right? And I it does and it doesn't. So a personal brand means that you stand for something, right? A personal brand means that you have your core values. And I know we talked about this also inside of unlocking um, millions, my millions, we talked about this in branding. Like, what are your core values? What do you stand by? What are you for? What are you against? If somebody does or says something, what are your non-negotiables? Like, where do you start setting your boundaries? And I think so many times as women in business, we don't have those boundaries set up because nobody's asking us those questions, right? So I think when we talk about what we're building for our audience, it's about telling that story. It's about inviting them into the story where they're going to have the success and where you kind of become, in, in my Star Wars term, the Yoda, right? Mm-hmm. So you're the Yoda, you've got your Padawan learner, and you're there to really guide them on their journey, not necessarily tell them what they're going to, to do and, and hold their hand step by step. I don't think Women in general can actually copy each other, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. I don't think women have the ability to say, okay, you did this and I'm going to do the exact same thing and have that same result. And I feel like part of that is because we are the creative. We are the creator. So I feel like we have to take what's given to us. We need the structure, but we need to be left up to the creativity of how we're building our business because our lives are so different from each other. In terms of like what, who, or what is in our lives, right? What's taking precedent? What's um, our number one priority? And then learning how to craft the business around that.
0: Yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, it really is too. And you said this; it, it really is about um, highlighting your audience, mm-hmm. highlighting and get making them be the hero of the story, and you're just the guide. At the end of the day, you're just showing them you're just showing them what you discovered along the way. So yeah. many, I mean, I know when we started in Truth Bomb, we got it backwards too. And we've been, <laughs> all of us, yeah, all of us in Truth Bomb marketing have been doing marketing for years and we still got it wrong. Cause we were like, oh, like we made ourselves the hero on accident. Um, and when we looked at our marketing, we were like, oh, no wonder we're not hitting the mark. No wonder people don't feel connected to us because they don't feel like they're the hero. They don't feel like it's about them because at the end of the day, your marketing, if you wanna create any kind of audience online, you have to make your marketing about someone else. If I'm reading something on social media that has nothing to do with me, I'm gonna keep scrolling. I'm literally gonna read maybe a sentence of it and I'm like, well, that doesn't really pertain to me. I'm not interested in that. Like. I mean, think about ads that are targeted to you that shouldn't be targeted to you. You're going to see it and you're going to be like, yeah, I don't want that. (laughs) That's not important. Yeah. Yeah. So the person that spent money on that ad just wasted their money on you. Think about that when you're building your audience. Are you wasting your time? Are you wasting your money by not actually getting to people where they already are? where you're not actually talking to them where they already are where you maybe yes. like and this is something else we did at truth bomb you're talking 10 steps ahead of them instead of where they currently are like building a business it doesn't have to be rocket science but it does have to be how do you get a connection with somebody that obviously isn't in front of your face they're behind a computer screen they're behind their phone whatever but it's about actually um figuring out like what's already going on in their head? What are the thoughts that they're already thinking and connect with that? Because mm-hmm. let's be honest, if we, all, every single person that's ever built a business has been in the same place at one time or another. I mean, you look at, you look at huge influencers like Rachel Peterson, Rachel Miller, uh, Neil Patel. They all started from nowhere, mm-hmm. literally started from absolutely nothing. They know what it feels like to post and have crickets Yeah, But what they did differently than a lot of people on social media is they actually figured out, how do I connect with people on the platform that I'm building on? What are the things that people want on this platform? What are the things that people want online? Like, it's not even about social media. It's about what do people actually want online? And when we finally got down to the nitty gritty and we kind of talked about this, we were like, well, our audience, wants more time freedom they want to spend time with their family like they don't want to be sucked into their computer i know one of our members inside of truth bomb she was like i looked at the calendar and realized i couldn't do this anymore i had been in front of the computer for 12 hours straight every single day five days a week and i just i'd been doing it for years and i couldn't do it anymore looked at the calendar and said i'm done on like i'm done i'm not doing this anymore yeah That time freedom is so special for women. So we went, okay, it's definitely time freedom. And then we also went, but wait, women also want to make money. Like at the end of the day, like, and this is a conversation we've had a lot too, where it's like, well, how come women don't want to make loads of money? Like, what's that about? But at the end there, there, I, I know, exactly. So, but at the end of the day, we go into business because we want to be profitable, right? Like we don't go into business because we want to just play and um, get in the hole from yeah. all the things that we've been paying for for our business. Nobody wants yeah. to do that. So we want to be profitable at the end of the day, too.
1: And not just a getting by profitable. Like, I hear that right. so many times oh. from women. They're like, oh, I just want to have, you know, I want to pay my bills and just have a little bit more. Like, they hear that. believe and, and that. No, no. Yeah. And I think Ew. that's such... That's such a programming for us because like I w- we were sharing in our last episode around this, because these are all tying in, like this is an yeah. ongoing conversation. But when you tell women that they can do more with less, then they don't, he- like if you keep telling us that, subconsciously, consciously, we keep hearing that, we're going to believe that we can't ask for more right? That we can only ask for what we need to get by. And that's, that's a mental shift that's got to be ripped apart and changed completely. Absolutely. And I know we're doing a lot of that inside the Unlocking My Millions and in a lot of si- inside of Truth Bomb Academy, because we recognize this is a conversation that really has to be unprogrammed mm. for women. Yeah. Yeah. You also could like, if you're working towards a lifestyle that you want,
2: instead of a monetary number, yeah. It's like it's it, it does something to your mindset. It's like I want this lifestyle, yeah, that the money can provide. And it doesn't have to be like I want that Lamborghini. You know, it's like it's just that freedom to be.
0: Yeah. It's yeah. that
2: freedom to express yourself and to that, it's like when you're not so It's like, if you're living paycheck to paycheck, your freedom is restricted dramatically, but it's like, if you have, you're working towards that lifestyle that you want, your whole mindset is, is different, right?
1: You know what I was just thinking too, and I'm kind of going back through like history is like women have always been given like stipends, like throughout history up until a certain point within the last 60, Mm. almost 70 years, right? Grocery stipend. We were given grocery stipends. We were given a budget to run like the household kind of thing. So we always had just enough to take care of that. And whatever budget we were given, we had to make everything happen in the household, right? Women got bank accounts about 65 years ago. We could open up our first bank account so we could have our own money, right? Right. So what's interesting, I think, is that for us women, we haven't gotten out of that programming of asking our worth because we've always just been given a set amount and told we have to make do with this. So, and mm. I think that generationally as women, we've handed that down from parent to child to child to child, not recognizing that this is a, has a consequence at the end of the day, mm. right? And it's nothing that was, it wasn't like done to us. It's that we just kept perpetuating the conversation. Mm. So I think that was interesting because I think I hear like from bankers and from people, it says women put together fantastic business plans. We will bring you a detailed, everything we're going to do. And the one place we fall short is in the finances because we just make enough to get by, but how do you replay back that loan with that money? How do you, you know, increase the, your, your, livelihood? How do you increase to give back more to your community? If you're just trying to get by Or not charge too much for your services. If you're pricing your service or
2: product
1: just above cost,
2: you're not making, you're not giving yourself the profit. Yeah. You're not building in the profit into what you're valuing your services as. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, to kind of bring this back to the audience too, like
0: one thing that I have looked at myself with too, is, um, am I okay on a deep level, having a big audience too, Mm. right? Like it doesn't just go to the money, it goes goes to how many eyeballs are looking at you? And are you okay with that? Because at the end of the day, no, it doesn't. If you have a huge audience, it doesn't mean that you're making a huge amount of money, but it can. And so the question at the end of the day is, Are you okay with that? Like that's another programming that I think a lot of women get stuck on too. And that's what keeps us stuck in our life and in our business too. Cause it's like, oh, well, I only want a hundred people. Like I only want a thousand people. And at the end of the day, it's like, wait a minute, what kind of impact could you make if you had more? If you had people that were, and I'm not just talking about anyone and everyone, I'm talking about like people that actually want your products and services right now. Like what if you had a million people that had their eyeballs on you that were like, I think this person's super cool. I love what they stand for. They're super inspirational. I love their products. I love their services. I love what they have to offer. Like that comes back to your audience as well. Not just the money. Like mm-hmm. the millions that we talk about in Unlocking Our Millions, which is our signature course, if anybody doesn't know, is your millions in your audience too, right? Like this is your million dollars, this is your million ideas, this is your million joys or funds or your millions everything that you can have in your business, right? And yeah. that comes back to your audience as well. So think about that. Is that something that's scary? Like it can be, it can no. be prevent people from actually building a huge business because they're like, I don't want all those eyeballs on me. But what kind of impact could Mm -hmm. you create? And you have a special story to share with people, every single person. And this is something else that I feel like women have something that needs to get unlocked in their brain too. each and every one of us has something special to say. Whether whether you are stay-at-home mom and you're building a business, whether you've already built your Fortune 500 business, it doesn't matter. You have a special story. Hmm. So stand in your greatness because each one of us has something huge to create in this world, whatever it, that
1: may be. Yeah. And I think you just really said that. So she just really said <laughs> that. It's like unlock your story. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the the key piece is unlock your story. Yeah. And look at where that can be of service to others. And then allow women or your audience in general to be able to go on that journey for themselves and accomplish that result in their own lives. Because I think that's really what we, that we want is we want people to feel accomplished. Yeah. We want people to feel like they're getting something from what we're doing. And that's part of that audience. That's yeah. part of the, of nurturing. That's like, the eyeballs can be a little daunting. You're gonna have some trolls out there, but here's the thing I've discovered over the years: the more compassionate your audience is, the more that they're in, like they trust you, they will have your back. They won't yeah. let trolls through. Yeah, they, they yeah, will they'll literally. On top of them. Yeah, smack them,
2: smack them down. They'll yeah. smack yeah. <laughs> them down on your
1: behalf. They'll silence them before you get there. They'll notify your support team to to remove comments like. The beautiful thing about the audience is that they are kind of like your protectors. Yeah. They will they will protect your brand for you. They will advocate on your behalf. And I think one of the best things we can do, and we'll talk about this even more inside of Unlocking My Millions, is allow them to profit from that. That's why there's so many affiliate programs out there. That's why there's so many referral programs out there. That's why even the industry of network marketing works so well because it allows people to refer things and refer other people and products and services. And as a way of saying, thank you, those companies are paying those individuals for being their advocates, for being their audience, for being their voice, for falling in love with the brand. And so those little things that you can then add in for your audience as you continue to grow it, those are some of the best benefits um, around really nurturing and taking care of your audience.
0: Yeah. 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 And it really is about the nurturing and taking care of your audience and they, they will have your back too. Like, like you said, like they will be your person. That's like, Oh, don't say that to that person. I love them. They're amazing. They don't feel that way. Blah, blah, blah. And like, they literally will just smack it down. And I've had it happen for me before where I'm like, Oh, you go girl. Like. I have seen it with
1: some really big brands and I've seen it for some of the companies I've worked with. When you get that company, I mean, they are literally all over that, like white on rice. They they don't put anybody bad mouthing or destroying a brand.
0: Yeah. yeah, Yeah. And and in order to receive that, it really is about creating that community with people. Letting them be like, this is your place. You have a Mm -hmm. voice here too. Like we, and like the thing about, the the thing that I really love about really spot on brands is that they literally say what their audience is thinking. Mm -hmm. That's how you literally get people to be like, yeah, rah, rah, I can get behind you all day long because you're saying exactly what I'm thinking. That's how you get inside your audience's head. You literally are like, Oh, like on point with everything that they want, everything that they need, all their desires, that kind of thing. So like, people are like, yeah, I am so on board and how you do that is by asking, ask your audience. Yeah. What is it that they want? What is it that's helpful for them? Get clarity. I know if every time I've built any kind of business, well, not network marketing cause that was a different story. But anytime I've built a business in the past, I have asked people, what is it that you want what's important to you yeah and they always tell you always because it's about them
2: yeah right and we like just like when you're on when you're online to get that engagement immediately because right and it's always feels like you're talking to a screen and it sounds like when you experience being in like a classroom of people who are technically your target audience because they came to the classroom, right? They came to learn this lesson. But if you're still not speaking to them, if you're not getting the engagement from them, I remember this with like homeschooling my kids, or even when I was working with the other kids in the homeschool co-op, it was like the engagement back and forth. in the lesson is when you knew the people got it. Yeah, they got it. And it's like, and so when you're getting that engagement, you're actually speaking their language, you know, that because they're engaging with you. Yeah. And it's just like, and it's like, and even online, it's like when you, when you are on video and you are getting comments from people and you are able to get that engagement, it's like it's speaking their language. It's like, cause you're not going to get up, you're not going to get up there and just tell them all about yourself. They right. don't give a crap. Right. They want to know. It's like, it's the same thing with, with this. It's like, it's, it's. Imagine in that audience and that's why we kind of like define our audience like if you ever go through a thing about defining your audience that's that's to give you that whole visualization of those people in front of you.
0: Yeah. 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 And I feel like we do a really great job of this inside of Unlocking My Millions. Oh, yeah. Helping you. Like, we're not giving it to you because you have to do the work at the end of the day. It's your audience. Yeah. It's your <laughs> it's, audience. It's your audience. <laughs> yeah. So, you have like, to find your audience. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, at the end of the day, it is your job as the business owner to find that audience. But, like, we, I feel like we've done such a great job of helping you, guide you in the direction you need to go and we've heard such great feedback from the people that have gone through the program already that are like oh man like this if i had known
1: this sooner this would have been oh a whole lot I, if i a dollar for every woman that comes to this program and says that one then that oh means, my god it'd be, it'd be it's insane because i feel like every single time we say that we do another training we unlock another piece of the puzzle mm-hmm. they go like if i just had known this and these are these are individuals, these are female Even. entrepreneurs that have been in at this for like probably five plus years, anywhere between yeah. three to five years. They've spent on average 20 to probably $50,000 on their online education so far. And yet find that with inside of Unlocking My Millions, which is a fraction of the cost, right? The their do jaws it, drop. The, do, the mm-hmm. done with you section of Unlocking My Millions for what we're offering, which is the entire course, the book, the, the playbook that you're gonna have And we go live every single week for both the training and a QA office hour, right? The fact that we give you that and we're not even at that price point, and women are saying, oh my God, like this has unlocked a whole new creativity for me. This is if I had just known this when I got started or two years ago when I was learning this information, because this now makes sense. Like I hear that all the time. This, this, I really wish this would, this was something that they were training because now this actually makes sense. Yeah. I mean, at the end of the
0: day, like it truly is, we've made unlocking my millions more about how do you do this in a fun way? Like mm-hmm. last week or with our branding, we literally had like a coloring session and one of the members was like, Oh my God, this alone was $20,000 worth. Like I would spend $20,000 on just this mm. because this actually got me thinking in the direction I needed to go with my brand. I mean, yeah, that, I'm that's stuck. The- yep that's the power of um, actually what we where we've literally rethought the whole process of wait a minute, like how do we actually do this in a fun way? Cause like a lot of times women, like for me, I'm not gonna do anything boring. Like I probably am going to be singing a stupid ditty the whole time. I'm doing something like I could be folding the laundry and we're folding the laundry. Like that's literally what I'll be doing. And I'll be yeah. dancing and singing. Yeah. yeah. And, and these two know, cause they've witnessed me do it because yeah. that's just my life. And a lot of us as women, whether we're introverted, extroverted, we want to enjoy the process. I mean, well, um, one of our members, like, she said this when we first started together with Truth Bomb. She was like, If you're doing the dishes with your kids, you're going to sing and play. Whereas a man is probably just going to do the dishes. <laughs> or make the kids just
2: do them and be like, or If they're the only half
0: clean, they're only half clean. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so at the end of the day, it's just like, how do we have fun while we're doing this process? Because that's what, in my opinion, is what's keeping more women from that millionaire status, from actually enjoying
1: their audience. And to tie this back into what we started, this thing, where you actually have the conversation around the the riches is in the niches, right? So we hear that all the time. And I will say, like, from my standpoint, that is a very masculine formula for marketing because it's very singular focused. Women multitask, men have singular focus, Right. And so, and I say that because it's true. I haven't yet to meet a woman that can't do everything, watch the kid, do the dishes, you know, try to, you know, she manages a lot more things. When the guys say the riches and the niches, they singularly focus on one thing. Mm -hmm. When we started diving into branding and unlocking my millions, one of the big things that we've all been really big advocates of, is bringing things back together instead of pulling them apart, which is what I keep hearing. go and niche down. Here's your mindset. Here's your branding. Here's your this. Here. Like we've torn it all apart, right? Because we've been told that we have to niche down. The problem that women have with this is that we're holistic. Mm-hmm. We we see things at a three sixty degree like impact, right? Like when we look at something, we don't think of just what's going on in front of us. We actually start to see what might have the ripple effect of this, right? And so when we started looking at how do we teach branding, we knew that we had to bring in the play and we knew that we had to do it in a a certain way. We also knew we had to change the questions around branding, right? Because of how women look at branding differently. What's important? What's the value behind it? So we had to, instead of start separating, pulling things out and saying, oh, here's your coloring book over here. Here's your mindset over here. We recognized we had to bring that together and that's something you you do not see i promise you i've gone through so much training recently <laughs> i still don't see this holistic bringing together of bringing these ideas and i think that's something that we do so well inside of unlocking my millions right we bring in the mindset we get you present we give you the information and then we add that play into it because that's how we learn and i think we've we've so systematically made learning so much of like do this 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 and this that we've taken the fun out of learning i the fun i'm sorry but i just Why do, do it? it there was a yeah. booboo lip if you guys didn't see it was a boo-boo, it was like, yeah. oh, and it was a little baby voice because right. i just can't handle it <laughs> We realized with even with unlocking my millions inside the truth bomb academy is that we could not niche down the information because to do that was actually continuing the disservice to women. Mm-hmm. We had to like bring it back to life again. We actually had to kind of re- revive it.
0: Like, oh, bring CPR. CPR. <laughs> one, thing, one thing I've seen recently too from big influencers on YouTube, like big influencers, like people that you probably have heard of before, they're actually talking about how when you niche down, it's actually a disservice to you because you're more than just that one topic. So, And people actually want to hear, especially as you grow, when you're first brand new, people don't really care about your life. But as you start to grow, they want to know how you're building your business alongside living your life. Mm -hmm. Like they want to see that because they want to know that you're a regular person, too. And you might have things that would be helpful for them. That you're doing that it's like oh I didn't even think to do that and just by watching you in your day yeah. that makes it be like oh you're relatable and that was a really good tip I want to do that so yeah. think about that as you're building your audience too. now as you first start out people really do want to know like what can you give me but then right. as they get comfortable with you as they start to be like oh you're a person I'm a person What do you do on a regular day to day basis? That's the reason like the whole get ready with me videos are so big because people wanna know like, how do you get ready in the morning? Like what do you do? do? Like how does that fit into your day kind of thing? And so um, at the end of the day, it really is about being that whole person too. Not just this one subset of this one niche ask yourself how can you actually expand yourself a little bit more and still have that be a part of the niche still have that be a part of what you're focusing on instead of just one focus this is the only thing i talk about all day every day amen kind of thing and what we're starting to see on on social media on the internet is that it's more it's more about that holistic view it's more about wait a minute, you're a person too. I want to know a little bit more about what you do also. So, yeah.
1: Well, and I think it's interesting because especially for women as female entrepreneurs, we have a hard time niching down. And I was just thinking about this earlier today, as we were jumping onto this podcast, we're going to have this conversation. I said, niching down is like having three kids, but only focusing on one. Ooh, that's rude. that's literally
2: (laughs) i get it i get it but that's a harsh way to put it yeah that's rude (laughs) (laughs) right i told you truth bomb (laughs) right
0: did she really say that yeah she did Mm -hmm. yeah you only have one kid that's your
1: favorite you have the other two they're in the corner good luck with you yeah (laughs) that's like what niching down does it's like okay you niche down and then as you get that child perfect then you can address the other children like that's how I feel like it's being taught to us, mm. right? Or Focus on this one. Go ahead. You're talking about you're talking to that one child, and you're expecting the other two to
2: learn from that conversation. It doesn't work that way. No, my youngest tried that. He did tell me. He goes, I I, I watched them, and I saw the things, the wrong things that they did, and I just looked at him like, and you'll discover your own wrong thing. Yes. it's like, but that's it's like we don't we don't learn from you know we don't learn from that person's mistake. We have to make our own mistakes. We
1: do. And that's part of the process. Like we've made a lot of mistakes here inside of Truth. I'm just getting started, and that's part of our growing process, right? That's like it's it's natural. And if we look at it, it's like we fail forward. So failure is first attempt in learning, is what they they brought down the first, acronym. Yes, mm-hmm. so that to fail means it's your first <laughs> attempt in learning. And I think that, you know, even when you, for all of us as women it is like, we've got to be a more holistic because I have yet to meet a single female entrepreneur to be totally straight. And I'd be on the phone doing a coaching call and they would always be like, but I want to do this, 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 and this mm-hmm. in my business. And I was told, no, get niche down, find the one thing. But I think that's what hurts women is because we... You can't just focus in on the one kid. We have to look at the bigger picture. We have to look at how we're going to get them to their school, their to- after school activities, the grocery shopping, the lawn. Like we don't look at just that one thing. We look at the holistic impact to their life and how that day is going to go. And that was, again, one of the things we looked at when we said, How do women create their business playbook? It had to be holistic, yeah. it had to incorporate more than just a niche defined process. I think it's
0: more at this point, like have a theme. Yes. That's oh, well, like, the yeah. Have a theme of what you're going for. What are you trying to create? Like for us, we're mm-hmm. like, we want to create more female millionaires that have more time and money. Like that's what we want to do. Like right. want create more, more happy female millionaires in this world. So like, that's our theme, but. There's all these different subsets that go into it, right? So Mm -hmm. I've always looked at branding as an umbrella, okay? So like you have your main umbrella, like this is the thing that you're really focused on, but then an umbrella has these little things that hang off of it. So what are under that umbrella, what are the topics that you're gonna continue to talk about? in there not just the one topic because that's boring nobody wants there's always subtopics there's always subtopics to a main idea absolutely yeah so but what's your main theme what's the main thing that you're gonna be focusing on and then from there like share with people about how you did it with three kids how you did it with um being being single how you did it with being whatever you are it doesn't mm-hmm. matter like how did you do it like share that with people because that's what people want to know like that's yes. the that's the secret sauce that's important to people they
1: want to know what the obstacle you overcame by using this method yeah or this this yeah. this way of doing things yeah because so, they want to see themselves and and have the idea that they can overcome that obstacle themselves because mm-hmm. that's where a lot of us that's the belief yeah. Right. That's where belief comes into play. It's like, you know, we want to know that we can do that. And so you kind of have to show somebody first, you have, that's why leadership is so important because sometimes, and the three of us are definitely leaderships in female entrepreneurship. I mean, in terms of teaching and training a new way to do business, we're leading from the front. Yeah. And the thing is, is like, when you start to be a leader, you've got to recognize that you're going to make, you know, some mistakes along the way. And that's where you look back and say, ah, I learned from this. Let me teach you what I learned from my doing this. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's the one thing we can always gift women, especially teaching them entrepreneurship is that we are learning this new form of business together and we're going together increasing and, and better this whole entire movement around, you know, female business education and how we look at marketing business branding audience different but how it blends into what's already out there. It just enhances it. Yeah. I think that's the beauty behind is that we can add such a beautiful enhancement and creativity back into this world that feels very strategic um, in practice.
0: Yeah. And one thing we didn't even really touch on, but I think that this is so important is that as women women, we want to actually build that community because we want to feel connected to people right like if you just like say i have an audience online it feels really inauthentic it feels really like there's just people online that follow me no we actually want to create a community with people and i know like whenever i first got on social media i didn't necessarily do this where i created a community with other um business builders like me but when i started doing that that's when things started to change. And that's when it was like, oh, this is more fun because I have other people that are doing the same thing as me. Maybe they don't necessarily need my product or service because they're probably in the same place or higher than where I am in my life or my business. But having that community with other business owners too is just, it's a game changer because you can bounce ideas off of people. You can connect with people. They can help you when they there are trolls, or you can help them when there are trolls on social media, online, whatever, doesn't matter. But it, it's like you create this community of people and not just an audience of who, I don't know these people, you actually are connected with them. That's the other piece. And that to me is the other thing that's super important when you go online is actually creating those relationships with people so that you can have that back and forth and um, feel like you're actually making a difference, inspiring people, doing the things that you know you need to do because you're connecting with other business owners that are doing similar
1: things. And the other part into that, I was just reading the other day, Um, you know, we, we talk about, you know, building out your ideal product, like your MVP, your most viable product. Well, inside of that, one of the things that I was like doing some more research on and I, there's things, you know, but the audience, once you build an audience, the audience will always buy. So the great thing about establishing an audience for longevity is I see so many women build the one and done product. Mm Yeah right they yeah. offer that one coaching session okay. or that one piece where where do they go next where yeah. can they get supported in that same conversation right. after mm-hmm. they're done with you right right where can they go once they're done with that course where where is their next step and i think that's one of the missing pieces is that women want to be so helpful but you can't be all of these areas around business which is why we built the academy Because we recognized that we were going to need women of experience to support this conversation beyond us. But the idea is that once you have that audience, if you put a product in front of them and you keep serving them, right, you will continue to grow that income. But you have to recognize your own uh, boundaries around doing that. I've met a lot Mm -hmm. of people that got into product or digital creation and then of course, to keep that income in, they would sell something every single time. Well, to sell a new product over and over again, year wow. after year after year is weird. super exhausting,
0: Yeah,
1: right? It takes up a lot of your mental capacity, a lot of your creativity capacity to sit there and create a course, knowing, especially if you're going after a social media platform that within six months, it's obsolete
2: Yeah, for
1: the majority because the tactics keep changing or, or the, the algorithms keep changing or the they're updating themselves. And the reason they're doing that as a business is to keep their users engage. So they have to do these updates to keep their business going. And as a user of it, you're going out and trying to teach that. Well, you don't have control over the platform, right? So you want to make sure that you either have access to a community that you can refer people to. Uh, We talk about later on inside of Unlocking My My Millions, the collaboration piece, Mm -hmm. right? How do you collaborate and network so that you can continue offering products and services that are aligned with what you're doing inside of your business. And I think that's the secret sauce that so few really talk about, but that gives women that freedom because we talked about money, freedom. We talk about time, freedom. Well, trust me, I've done it. You do not want to sit there and build out a course every single year to sell something because it is a time suck. You're not making money while you're doing that because (laughs) you are so focused on the creativity. You cannot possibly in any way, shape, or form, focus on anything else. So I know that this is going to be wrapped up here in just a second, but I just wanted to put that in because I thought that was important.
0: Yeah. And like at the end of the day, that's the reason that I asked you guys, hey, do you want a business partner? Because I was like, I know that I need to create some sort of community like this. I know that that's like how I'm going to create my longevity, but I know I don't want to do it by myself because yeah. I know there's a lot that goes into it. So- At the end of the day, like when I looked at myself and what I wanted to do, I was like to be a happy person, (laughs) to be a happy millionaire. I think I need, I need some friends to help me along the way. I don't want to do this. Yeah. Help. Yeah. So that's important too. Like, I mean, and, and here's the other thing, like not all, not all people want a business partner. Not all people should have or need a business partner but if that's something that you feel led for like go for it see if there is someone and don't don't just run after anyone and everyone really spend some time and like, think about it. I went through this process of thinking about this for, it was over a year. I had multiple people be like, I feel like you're supposed to work with someone else. I feel like you're supposed to work with someone else. And I Mm -hmm. would be like, okay, I wonder who it's gonna be. Eh, I don't know, it'll show up when it's supposed to. And that's literally what happened. And it was like, oh. And so Katrina is like talking about all the things that she wants to do with Truth Bomb and she had just got off a call with a mentor and I was like, Oh, maybe it's supposed to be Katrina. I don't know. Let's just ask and see what happens, you know? And so, and that's how this was whole, this whole thing was birthed too. Like, it was like, ah, huh, let's see if that's a possibility. So you never know where this crazy world of entrepreneurship is going to take you. Let's just be honest. Yeah, There's lots of stuff that comes along the way. So yeah. So with that, I think that's a wrap. I think that, that this was a really good one as far as like talking about your audience, creating your millions with your audience, creating your millions of audience members. Like <laughs> think about that too. Like that I feel like is an important thing to think about. Are you okay being in front of a lot of eyeballs? So, but anyways, so with that, I think that that's a wrap. With did she really say that? And um, we are like really excited with what's going on inside of Unlocking My Millions. So if you're a female entrepreneur and you're looking to actually expand your business in a more fun, holistic way that doesn't suck you dry, make you feel frustrated or overwhelmed, join us inside Unlocking My Millions. We have some links for you. You can go to marketing.com and you can join us today. And like Katrina said earlier, we have a done for you, done with you. Like that's the place to be. Do it with us because that's really where you're going to a have more fun and B, you're probably going to be like, Oh, this makes a whole lot more sense. So check us out. We would love to hang out with you. Can't wait to hang out with you inside of Truth Bomb Academy as well.